0: Well Steve was Steve so cheap we, we have, have no intro song, song. so, so we, we made this jingle for you to sing along.
1: You can call me Cammy
0: and I go by Steve O we, we started off on, on Twitch and now we have a show a place, a place to share, share our, story, our story Lay back and, and relax That's why it's called The Shooting The Sheep Podcast Skibbity Papa do we do up Welcome in all you sheet heads. Yes, that's right. We have officially gone with the name shooting the sheet and it's only appropriate that we call our listeners sheet heads. Don't you agree? Agreed. <laughs> Camelia, I'm. I was coming in tonight to talk about baby brain, but because of our dinner last night. I feel like we have to address it, we have to talk about it, and Chewie's on the move! And then if we have time, uh, maybe we can revisit the whole baby brain fiascos. But, can we just get a collective WTF for last night's dinner?
1: For real though, like, it was weird, and just so awkward. I mean, it. look people, like... I know that last year was a hard year. (laughs) We have not probably been in public for more than a few months at most. A lot of us have not ventured out. But for the love of all that is holy, you cannot pretend like you're at home when you're in a public restaurant.
0: Exactly. And to kind of set this all up, we were kind of discussing dinner options after Cammy got off work. Uh, Long story short, we decided on Japanese hibachi, and they had two spots left in this within a 10-minute time frame. So we decided (laughs) to go in, and now personally for me, uh, when it's just the two of us, I just like going to the sushi area, sitting at a table, getting our dinner, and getting out. Um... I'm not a big fan of going to hibachi and sitting with strangers. Mainly because, again, personal thing, for me, dinner and meals with, with people, that should be, that's an intimate thing for me. I like spending that time with friends and family. So I don't mind doing hibachi with friends and family or a group that we're hanging out with. Uh, not the biggest fan of doing it with strangers. You know, not that I, I've never done it, just not my biggest cup of tea. And so...
1: I'd like to know what the biggest cup of tea for you is. <sighs> <laughs> That's
0: a good question. I wonder what my biggest cup of tea is.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, so <laughs> we <laughs> So we we get to the restaurant, chef gets our would they get our order, chef comes out, brings the food, starts seasoning the rice.
1: All is normal in these first few Every, minutes. yes,
0: everything has gone. Smoothly, quietly.
1: According to plan.
0: Normally socially acceptable. Everything is fine. And as the chef is seasoning the rice, the lady across the table from me reaches her arms out across the hot stove and yells at the chef, Enough! And looks at him with daggers in in her eyes. And then she proceeds to say, that's too much salt. (laughs) In which the chef replies, this isn't salt, it's garlic powder. And she goes, oh. And quietly sits back down in her seat. Now, I don't like people who just talk to people how they feel like it without any kind of repercussions or you know respect for other people's like you know state of being so i look at her quite sternly (laughs) as if you're a psychopath why are you yelling at this man like because for me that was rude you don't tell a chef how to do his job
1: well yeah and like the family is not doing anything about it Like, it's a family of four. The two teenagers are just sitting there on their phones, probably acting and hoping that they could just melt into the floor. At least I would be that way. Or they're so used to it at this point that they just don't care. Her partner is just sitting there, and it's just like, what, like, are y'all, like, used to this?
0: It it is funny. That that was the
1: first thing I thought was, like, I would be mortified Mm-hmm. To the point of like saying something to my parents. And I really hate conflict, but like I would make a scene towards my parents if my parents did something like that.
0: It is funny that you bring that up, because yes, they all did seem very uh
1: nonchalant.
0: Just unfazed by her overreaction. And it's weird. And I just looked at her like she was nutsos and
1: <laughs> Because in our household That would be considered nutsos, right?
0: Well, I mean, but their
1: family maybe not. Who knows?
0: But just for me, like it's rude to tell a chef how to do his job, and also even if she okay, let's say assume, right? Well, but like you know, ask questions. If you're concerned, say hey, what is that that you're pouring on there, right? Or if you have dietary restrictions or things that you're concerned about, say hey, can you cook my rice separately from the group? I mean, three of her her party members. Ordered extra fried rice. So So there's a
1: ton of rice. It was
0: a ton of rice on the table. So he was not doing anything in excess. He was simply seasoning the top so he could flip it all together and get it all seasoned. Either way, the man did what...
1: He was doing his job. He was
0: doing his job. And he did it perfectly. Food was great. Um, So that was scenario one that pretty much wrapped it up i mean yeah she kind of mugged us back because i think she realized we were snickering about her but neither here nor there you're gonna act like that in public you're gonna get talked about you know what i mean um it happens the next incident that occurred was something that i i would never would have envisioned happening especially in the tiny little podunk town that we live in Wouldn't really call our town progressive by any means. No. Um, (laughs) and to set it up, a young couple, a young family, I guess I should say, walks into the room that we're in, sits at the table next to us. Uh, it's a husband, a mother, and a what would you say, nine six month six to nine month old.
1: I would say like a nine to twelve month old. Nine to twelve month old. Okay,
0: little girl. They try to put her in her high chair. She rages out, doesn't want to do that. So the dad picks her up again, walks her around the restaurant, tries again. She rages out even more this time. So she's clearly
1: something's ha- wrong.
0: Yeah, she's not. She's not feeling up to snuff tonight. You know, for whatever reason, whatever the reason, either she has separation issues or she's just in a cranky mood. Whatever the case may be. Uh, well, I think her mom figured it out. Um, because. <laughs> As we're kinda like we see all this, we see all this happening, I look over to Camellia and I kinda just uh mumble, Are you ready for this? Because as parents to be that we are, we are fully taking in uh anything we can and any kind of lessons that we can learn or anything like that.
1: They did handle it very well. Like dad did do a good job to begin with of just like, Oh, let me try this. Nope, let me try that, nope, okay, like I thought they handled it very well from the beginning. Right.
0: But I mean, I, I looked over and I kind of was just like chuckling and then I look at Camilla and I say, are you, are you ready for all that? Because we're parents to be, you know, we kind of just snickered back and forth about the whole thing. Well, as I look back over, I see the mother pull her shirt down, expose all of her boob to the entire restaurant. And decide to latch her baby so that she could feed her. Chewy's on the move. So, and I want to try to approach this as delicately as possible. Because I don't want people to get it misconstrued. The act of breastfeeding in public is not the offense here. No. I don't mind. Like, I I am one of those people. I think breastfeeding in public should be more normalized. I think if you've got restrooms for people to defecate in public, you should have a breastfeeding room for people to do whatever they need to do in that. Um, So I, I don't want it to get twisted that like I'm this misogynistic weirdo that doesn't that that is chastising this woman for feeding her child. I understand that that child probably was hungry, cranky and needed to be fed. The offense is taken on the steps to getting to that point. I don't want to see that, especially at the dinner table. I don't think anyone should feel the need to openly expose themselves like that in a public setting. Now, that's just my opinion. But again, to me, it's just as rude as if I put my foot on... If I was just prop, lean back, prop my feet up on the table... And just while you were eating, just had my dirty shoes all over the table and they expected you to just deal with it. That it's just rude to assume that everyone else's personal space can be dismissed. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. I take a little bit more of a conservative view from this only because of like my own comfortability levels, like for like what I would do in that situation But for me, it's more of a common courtesy thing for other people. And I understand that, like, this is a moment between you and your child. But when you're public, you take an intimate moment between two people and you make it public because it's in public. And so I just don't think that we're there quite yet with the whole, like, I can take out my boob and just breastfeed here in public in the middle of a hibachi restaurant. Um, and it's completely normalized. Like we still as a society kind of have to get to a certain point to where as we normalize this, this becomes more and more of a, uh, just a daily thing, you know, because it's got, it had to happen. You know, the baby was hungry. Uh, the baby was completely fine after eating. And so, you know, problem solved, like they did what they needed to do. Fantastic. But again, just Certain preferences of other people, when you take a moment and you're putting it in public, it becomes a public spectacle. And I just think in certain spaces, you do have to be mindful of other people. And so, like, I think that, you know, maybe could she have done that a little bit more tactfully? Absolutely. But, like, ultimately, like, at the end of the day, do you got to do what you got to do to feed your baby? Also, absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah, it's just, it's a very, it's it's so split down the middle, you know, because you've got all of these people who find themselves on, like, the extremist ends of, like, it absolutely should be normalized, and she did nothing wrong, and, like, people should just get over it. Um, yeah,
0: there's but, definitely people out there like that.
1: Right, and to the other end, there's definitely people who think that... It's disgusting. Right, it's disgusting, and by doing that, you've literally exposed your body to the entire world, and, like, that's a practically a crime right and so it's just like it's so difficult it is hard
0: to find balance because you're dealing with i mean everyone has their own personal preference yep and you know again
1: it's a controversial topic
0: right again for me it's about it's about the setting that we're in we're in dinner i think at the dinner table uh wherever you are however you've been grown up you've been taught that there are things called manners and etiquette and You know, whether it was a man who pulled down his shirt and exposed his chest or a woman, I don't think that would matter. I think either way, that is rude and unacceptable at manners, if you will. And you bring up, you know, courtesy. There was just no there was no common courtesy. It was it was fully dismissed in this regard. You have other people sitting around you at the dinner table and they're not your family. They're not your friends. And you just expect them to deal with it. I just feel like it's rude. It was it was bananas. Absolutely bananas <laughs> dinner. I, I don't understand. We were in bizarro world. It made no sense to me. I'm not a big hibachi person to go sit in a dinner table with a bunch of strangers. And then the one time we do it in years, that happens. That transpires. Like yeah. how nutty is that?
1: Yeah, it was it was a very bizarre experience. I don't even know. One thing's for sure is we probably won't ever go to hibachi when it's just us two again, um, simply because you've sworn it off.
0: <laughs> yeah, I quit eating not because I was like, oh, I'm so disgusted. It's just like
1: how I'm much over it? Yeah,
0: how much more can I one person take in a dinner like setting? To where you're like, okay, I'm done dealing with other people, at my dinner. Like this is this is our dinner that we're trying to have, and I'm having, and I'm literally being forced to deal with other people's nonsensical behavior. And you know, again, I know that. Oh gosh, my stomach's growling. Again. Are you hungry? No.
1: Oh darn.
0: I get what you're, and again, to kind of echo what you're saying, there are people who are on total ends of the spectrum on both sides of this argument, who are going to look at us like we're the weirdos. We're either weird because we, we think it there should be acceptance to a certain level or we're wrong because we shouldn't be thinking this was rude behavior at all. This should be normal. You know what I mean? Like you you can't be right in this scenario based on public opinion because the public is so split on where we should be with all this. Um, So, that was our dinner. It was a crazy night. Yep. Um, Quite hilarious, I would say. I mean, if nothing else, we got a great story out of it. I was not expecting to see, you know, breasticles and (laughs) Karens all over the place. But, like, it is what it is. It, It provided us a lot of laughter afterwards because we, I mean, the shock value of everything was hilarious. But ultimately that was the end of the night. We got about 20 minutes in. So, I guess we we do have enough time if we want to briefly talk about the baby brain, the infamous baby brain.
1: Yep. It's a thing. It's real. It's constantly plaguing me. <laughs> I wish it would go away. Because it's it's daily daily I'm doing stuff sometimes it's so small and innocuous that nobody notices Mm -hmm. except for me and I'm just like that's okay like no harm no foul like everybody's human it's all right and then I do things like earlier today where I send an email to 19,000 people with the wrong link
0: Or you throw away my mother's Mother's Day gift. Or I
1: accidentally throw away my mother-in-law's Mother's Day gift. (laughs) I did find it.
0: You did find it. I
1: had to go dumpster diving. But I found it and I cleaned it and she loved it and that's what matters. And she doesn't know it accidentally got thrown away.
0: (laughs) Well, if she listens to this, she will now. (laughs) Well,
1: you know what? No shame. I would tell her. It has been... A wild ride. It's
0: been a wild ride. You have lost more things than I think I could I lose
1: them when they're right in front of me. Like that time I lost the shoes.
0: Yeah, you lost your shoes and they were literally right in front of you.
1: But yeah, they were just underneath a pile of clothes and I couldn't find... I don't know how they got underneath that pile of clothes. That's my problem. I will have entire moments in my day where it's like my brain just hits a reset button. It found a reset button I didn't know existed. And I'll just like... It's almost like I black out. Like, how did the shoes get underneath a pile of clothes? I don't know. (laughs) But they were under them. And then Steven finds them. And here we are.
0: I am... We we made a joke about it. You're the loser and I'm the finder.
1: I'm the loser in the family. (laughs) Oh my gosh.
0: That got twisted real quick. You've also just we've talked about this, how you just stopped talking like
1: again, the reset button. Yeah. My brain will hit the reset button when I am going a million miles an hour down some sort of conversational path and it'll go reset. And I will just, I'll stop talking because I've completely forgotten not only what I'm talking about, but where I was going with that conversation. It's a little terrifying. To the point where, like, if I was not pregnant, I would probably be going to a doctor to be like, "Is everything okay?" I could. This isn't normal. I
0: couldn't imagine how frustrating it would be to be in your shoes, because, like, like you said, you're doing things that you're like consciously not even aware of, but subconsciously, like you're 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 just going and doing. And you're not even paying attention.
1: I'm not. And it's it's awful. And, and I almost wonder if it's like me being so tired. It's not first trimester fatigue. First trimester fatigue is like next level. Like you remember I was napping constantly and I'm not really a napper. Nothing against naps. Just never really been one. Yeah,
0: I loved it. I'm going to be honest with you.
1: Oh my gosh. I was napping every waking moment of every day. If I could find my way back to sleep, I would get there. And... Now I just feel like maybe my brain is like just in a haze because I'm tired, but I'm not exhausted to the point to where I need a nap. And so my brain's like, I'm hitting an autopilot mode and you're going to keep doing things, but you're not going to remember what you did 10 minutes ago. But you know, but you did it. So don't worry. And so then I got to go back and check to make sure I turned on the dryer because half the time I didn't. (laughs) Oh, y'all like. I love this journey. Let me, I should have prefaced it with that. Um, <laughs> this has been such a, it's been such a wonderful journey. Like it's been, I'm so blessed to be able to say this has been about as easy of a pregnancy as one could possibly have. You know, they always say like, oh, you're feeling all of like the symptoms and the signs and you know, your morning sickness and everything. That's great. Yay. Cause that's just signs of a good pregnancy. But my goodness, I have got to get it together with my brain. Either that, or I've just got to like start slowing down.
0: I think that's what it is. I think you have to start slowing uh, down. I'm
1: not good at that. Which
0: is again, yeah, that's why I said I'm not I. Good
1: en- at, it at all.
0: I said I enjoyed the phase where you were napping all the time because the reason I say it is because you were slowing down. I wasn't
1: slowing down. I was literally just I stopped doing. Okay, we anything. can you can
0: argue semantics all you want. Point being. You stopped to rest, and the, uh, by definition, slowed down everything else you were doing because you do go ninety to nothing at everything you do. You 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 made the joke the other day. You love you live in chaos, or you love chaos. Like it's it's true. That's when you thrive. Is like when the house is on fire. You're the little dog in the room that says everything's fine. Like Chewie's on the move. So, I yeah, I mean, I just think if you take the time to, you know, like you were saying, like, just everything you do, almost go back and double check your your work. Like, okay, I took the trash out. Okay, I know I just took the trash out. Did I put a bag in? Let me check. Yep, put a bag in. Okay, I took the trash out. I put a bag in. Did I put the bag in? Yep, okay. Because, I mean, you lost the trash lid the other day.
1: okay. In my defense, I did not realize that it had fallen into the trash can and this is like a regular like pla- black plastic I understand trash can.
0: your defense. You keep saying that. Here's the here's where your defense falls apart. Because you said, where's the trash can lid? And my first response was, is it in the trash can? I checked. And you were like, no, I looked. And I was like, okay, cool. I, again, I see what you're saying. It's a black trash can. It's a black lid. It shadows, like whatever. But. Couldn't see it. Couldn't see it. And. Not my fault. When, but however, when you went to go put a new trash bag in, you saw it perfectly fine.
1: That's because I like literally like picked it up and I felt it like move in there. And I was uh. like, oh, something's in here, and then, like, I look in it, and I'm like, lid. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's better than what you also thought. You thought that I might have thrown it away, which... Could have very well happened. I mean, by definition. my track record right now. By
0: definition, it was thrown in the trash.
1: It just wasn't in, like, (laughs) a trash bag or anything.
0: No. And yes, I mean, it's not outside the realm of possibility at this point that you would have thrown it away.
1: I mean, nothing's outside the realm of possibility at this point. I have just opened up all cases and scenarios are welcome in my world because they very well could have happened. Like, in today's instance, people are asking me questions and I'm like i'll have to look into it because honestly anything could have happened like i don't trust my brain enough i trust finding emails because and i can tell you what i wrote and
0: that's why you just got to slow down maybe snack a little bit more fuel the brain keep it going firing in all cylinders i
1: feel like i am eating all the time and if i'm not eating y'all I'm thinking about eating. Right,
0: but that's the point, right? Is because the baby is taking everything nutrients-wise from you. Therefore, your brain is not firing on all cylinders. So, you got to continuously eat so that when he's resting or maybe not using it, that you're, you can function. <laughs> so, I, I just feel like the combination... And again, we're not doctors. I don't know if that adds up or if that not makes sense. I'm not a scientist,
1: sense. but if I eat more tangerines, I'll be okay. <laughs>
0: and that makes... The second week in a row. We're just going to put a disclaimer in the description of the podcast.
1: I am not a scientist. Not a
0: scientist.
1: Every time I put food in my mouth, I immediately get exhausted. I don't
0: know. I just don't want you pulling into a driveway that's not yours thinking you're at your house. Because at this rate, that's where we're heading.
1: I don't think that would happen. (laughs) We have a
0: lot of houses that look like ours.
1: Yeah, but I mean, my brain, like I said, my brain hits an autopilot. I still somehow get eight hours worth of productive work in, in a day. I still make it home every day. I think it just hits this autopilot mode of, you're good. Like, I got you. We've done this enough times. You mm-hmm. know where you live. Mm-hmm. You might not consciously know, but I got you as your subconscious. Oh, it's a crazy ride, but I wouldn't trade it for the world. This is true. Especially if we only end up having one, then like, this is it, you know? Like, this experience, I gotta take it in for every moment that it is, because it won't happen again. Right. So, and according to scientists, (laughs) (laughs) not me, but other scientists, apparently somebody did a study on how much it costs to have a baby in this world and to like raise this child to from their, infancy what, until they're 18. And that number was $249,000.
0: And that was a few years ago. So it's probably gone up. A li- it's probably broke the 250 threshold easy.
1: Uh, yes, I would venture to say 275 at this point, depending on how old that study was.
0: And that was all I needed to hear.
1: So. Based on finances alone, our one little one is going to be it. And we're going (laughs) to choose to be happy with that. Because we can't afford any more than that.
0: That's so funny. Another funny thing that happened just recently was the fact that we received gifts in the mail from uh, friends of Twitch.
1: Oh, yeah. We
0: received three gifts uh one being a onesie with uh saying player three loading in which was very cute love that uh another was again a joke from the stream some they gifted us the i don't know what there was a there was a butt thing where like you you shove <laughs> something know. up you shove something up their butt to relieve gas <laughs> and colic And then there was another, and but the joke, the the other joke one was, the straw where you suck boogers out of their nose, (laughs) and I made it emphatically clear that I would not be doing that. And of course, the trolls that my community are decided to buy it and mail it to me, uh, which I thought was hilarious. Very sweet, Adam, if you're listening, thank you so much for your gifts and your thoughtfulness. It was hilarious. The funny part to that was. The people who were so um,
1: adamant on us having it, adamant
0: about us having it, did not send it to us. No, nah. and I thought they did because it was addressed to Five Tvo, which is my handle on Twitch. Is I use the number five instead of an S, uh, so it's Stevo but with a five. And Camellia. there was no return address, no nothing, no no credentials, no details on who sent us the package. So I assumed it was the people in our Twitch chat who were so adamant about us having these things. And I put a whole Twitter post up. I thanked them via text.
1: Did you really put a Twitter post up too?
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I did. And Adam, being the sweetheart he was, said, well, this is awkward because I bought this for you. <laughs>
1: yeah, poor Adam. And like it makes sense, cause he's from Australia and had to go onto American Amazon. Yep. And that's why it had no information about return labels or who, the, who it was from or anything like that. Bingo. And so it makes complete sense now, because it wouldn't have that information because he had to go onto a completely different different Amazon website to even order the stuff for us yeah. uh, and kind of bypass international shipping. So yeah, very excited about it.
0: Very kind gesture. Yes. Very funny. I hate that I gave credit to the Ogre family when credit was not due. Everyone in that we're speaking of tonight, very sweet people again adam thank you so much it was hilarious
1: the ogres took it very well too
0: though yeah they laughed hysterically yep as they should it was a boneheaded move by my part and i should have fact checked who sent it before going public with it but you know baby brain oh
1: lord (laughs) we can't both have it we can't i'm sorry
0: well i think that's all we got for today good episode
1: yeah hope you guys
0: enjoyed the show enjoyed the content would love to talk more uh about all kinds of things moving forward i want to talk more about relationships more things about your pregnancy journey but yeah let us know again if you can comment on this let us know your opinions on on stuff let us know how you think we're doing let us know what you want to listen about uh i want to
1: know people's thoughts about the whole breastfeeding situation okay Because I think it would be interesting.
0: You want to know if we're normal or uh, weirdos?
1: No, no. I just kind of want to see what the general, like...
0: Consensus is?
1: Consensus, yeah. What the consensus is for the population who listens to the podcast, you know? Like, I just think that would be very interesting because we kind of find ourselves a little bit in the middle, Of that debate. And that's fine. Like
0: if she had put a cloth over her and then done everything, I wouldn't have thought twice of it. And that's the middle ground. Right. But like
1: I want to know what other people think too because like that's how you learn things and grow and also like if somebody else has a better idea on how to do that, like I get to learn like all the different ways on how to do that if we're going to end up breastfeeding. Yeah. So I just want to know what you guys think. Mm. I like opinions. Well, you heard it. Go as long us. as they're kind and we're not being rude to people.
0: <laughs> go give us go give us the uh, comments, the feedback. I don't know if you can. Again, I don't know where you're listening and how you're listening. But if you can, feel free to do so. Uh, and if not, you can follow me on Twitter and hit me up that way. Anything else? Well, that's the show. Guys, thank you so much. Again, always share the podcast with someone you think might enjoy it. And until next time, we will see you when we see you.
1: <laughs> Bye. Bye.